Hello everyone, this is Michael from Kendo World and welcome to the latest edition of Ked Talk. Today we're very lucky to be joined by Konstantin Strachenko from the Ukraine. Konstantin uh, is a fifth dan in Kendo and is the president of the Ukrainian Kendo Federation. Um, he is was born in Kharkiv, which uh, you probably heard about on the news recently. Uh, he is a university professor and uh, a doctor in the science of economics. Uh, he has interests in uh, economical modeling and financial forecasting. And he also has a business uh, in heat metering area. Uh, he's been practicing kendo since the year 2000. So, Konstantin, welcome to Ked Talk. Hello, everybody. Hello, Michael. Thank you very much for the invitation for this talking. It's a big honor for me. I'm ready to make a conversation for you. No, we're, we're very happy that you could uh, join us. Uh, we were supposed to do this talk on Thursday evening, but uh, that had to be rescheduled. And then again, yesterday evening. Um, could you tell us a little bit about why uh, we couldn't do the talk on Thursday? Yeah, now I'm volunteer and help our military and try and make some humanitarian aid, some armors, helmets. And uh, yesterday we make present um, fire protection uh, shield fire protection. So that was, yeah, at, at the last moment, uh, Konstantin uh, messaged me and said he had to go and uh, do some volunteer work to help the army. And that's obviously much more important than, uh, than talking about kendo for, for an hour. So I hope everything went well uh, on, the, on that, little, uh, that little exercise. Yeah. Um, so you were born in Kharkiv, which is probably many people have been hearing about on the news recently, as that's one of the areas... Uh, where the Russian troops have just been uh, forced back from. So how is the situation in Kharkiv at the moment? Now it's better than two, three days ago because Russian troops evacuated from Kharkov and uh, a lot of people try to return to my city and uh, some cafeteria, some shops open and uh, some business stuff. So... Are, are people starting to come back to Kharkiv from other areas? Yes. Oh, okay. So uh, you told me before that you have um, two boys and two girls. Have they been staying with you at this time, or did they move to a, a safer part of the country? No, I send them to the safe part of the country. Some of them go outside or abroad. Now with me stay my wife. Okay. That's probably, I guess, the same for many people in Kharkiv would have sent, sent the children to, to safer places. I bet you can't wait for the time when, uh, when they're all back together with you. I don't know when we'll be safe in my city. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's been very big news on, uh, on, in Japan. and well, I'm from England originally and checking the websites back there about how now the fact that, yeah, that the, the Russians can't shell with the artillery, your your city anymore? Obviously, missiles, I guess, are still are still a worry. Yes, artillery go backward to the Russian border, and then now we say from the from artillery, but missiles are so dangerous. Okay, 
All right. So could you tell us a little bit about your kendo history? So when did you begin kendo and what brought you to, to study kendo? Okay. Firstly, I practiced aikido. And uh, one day, uh, one day, my sister said that our aikido uh, section was closed. That was closed. Therefore, uh, he invited me to the kendo practicing. was in 2000. Yeah. In Ukraine, we have only eight or eight or ten people practicing kendo. Some of them practicing in Kharkiv. Uh, we have group. We had a group uh, around three or four people. And we start practicing kendo. And that was in Kharkiv where you started? Yes, in Kharkiv and the Kiev and Donetsk. So and at that... Four, four cities practicing Kharkiv, Kiev, and what were the other two? Lviv and Donetsk. Okay. And at that time when you started, sort of what was the, the kendo population in Ukraine like? Was it very small or...? Yes, very, very small, not more than uh, 20 people. Oh, really? Okay. We studied Kendo by Hiroshi Abdal Sensei book and by video. Oh, right, by video. Okay. How, how was that, learning by video? I, it's very, very hard practicing Kendo by video, but uh, uh, some Japanese uh, people from embassy help us and teach some uh, kind of okay yeah i suppose there's there's not much you can do if if you, you can't have too many people in the country i suppose you have to learn however you can but it's fantastic yeah. that you were able to to keep up practice for so long that's a big problem is a big distance between the cities and bad um, communication around people. people okay so you started in, in 2000. When was the first time that you visited the Kitamoto Seminar? I was in Kitamoto Seminar in 2012. Was that your first trip to Japan for kendo or first trip to Japan for anything? Yes, it's first trip for Japan for everything and kendo too. How many members from the Ukrainian Federation went to uh, Kitamoto at that time? Alone. I was alone. Oh, just alone? Yes. What was the, uh, what was the best experience you had at Kitamoto or your general impression yeah. of, uh, of it? It was very good experience. So there have been people from Ukraine going to Kitamoto every year since 2012. Were you the first? No, because um, we have some uh, problems in Kenda because we have two federations and uh, Japanese Kenda Federation. Those uh, uh, questions must be unite Kenda. Therefore, we try make uh, all this problem. Okay. So you were you became the president of the uh, Ukrainian Kendo Federation in two thousand and eight. Yes. So when did the Ukraine uh, Kendo Federation start? Uh, we start uh, organized Kendo Federation in two thousand. So 
and uh, it was Kharkiv, Kenda, Yeda, and Jada Federation. After this, we make, made other federations in other regions. And in 2008, we united all federations in Ukraine and Kenda Federation. Ah, oh, so there were two, two or three federations, and then in 2008, it became just the one no, federation? It, it was uh, it were around uh, 10 federations. Oh, wow. In each region, we had federation. I guess that's probably necessary because Ukraine is a, a very big country and traveling from one side to the other. I don't know. How long does it take to get from Kharkiv to Kiev? From Kharkiv to Kiev, not so long. It's 500 kilometers. But from Kharkiv to western part of Ukraine, western Poland, around 1,400. Wow. And if you take uh, Donetsk area, it's um, more. Okay. Um, so you said at, at the time when, when you started kendo, there were about 20, 20 people practicing kendo. What What is the kendo population in Ukraine like at the moment? Uh, we had uh, around... 200 people in uh, 2013 before political crisis and after 2014 uh, our population decreased and the uh, COVID situation decreased more and now we around uh, 70-80,000 practicing regularly. Oh, so that was when the, the numbers started to go down then when Russia came into the the is it the, the Donbass region? Or? Yes, yes. Ah, so th I, I'm assuming then the reason like people had to join the army or other things are more important than... No, um, because uh, economical life and uh, political life uh, became bad and uh, people stopped practicing Canada. Some of them uh, go outside from Ukrainian Confederation and join the Russian Confederation. It's around uh, four dojos from our Federation, go to Russian Confederation. Okay. So at the moment, where are the, the, the biggest clubs in Ukraine? We have uh, four main points uh, in Canada and Ukraine. Is Involved. Two clubs. We have two clubs in Kiev. We have two clubs uh, in Kharkiv. We have two clubs and Dnipro. Uh, it's the same uh, practitioners in each club, but it's main center of Canada in Ukraine. So that that's uh, Kharkiv, Kiev, Lvov. Lvov and Dnipro. Ah, uh, Dnipro. Okay. So what, what are the, the big type of kendo events or seminars or training weekends and things? Where, where are they held in, uh, in Ukraine? The biggest kendo events uh, is in Kharkiv, called the International Kendo Kharkiv Cup. And we made the big uh, international seminars by supervisor of Sumisun Sei. And uh, before the political crisis 2013, we had more than 2,050 people from uh, 13 or 15 countries, I don't remember. Oh, wow. But uh, in last year, we had around 90 people 
So from what sort of countries were, were people coming to Kharkiv from? A lot of, um, before crisis, a lot of from Russia, but now from Poland, Germany, uh, Romania, France, uh, Moldova. Oh, so mostly the countries that are kind of bordered around the, around the borders of Ukraine. Yes. Yeah. How about in, in the other way, sort of for Ukrainian Kendo members, do, do many of them, yourself included, go to other types of international seminars or competitions, things like that? Before a COVID situation, we had uh, traveling around Europe for different seminars and competition, but uh, last two years not. In, in this February, one uh, lady from national team uh, took uh, part in Jima uh, Cup in Netherlands because uh, a lot of uh, ladies from national women team stay in uh, Europe now. They what? Sorry, a lot of those. A, a lot of ladies uh, is in the are in Europe now and practicing in Europe in Poland and Netherlands because you are abroad after war. Okay, so um, so Ru at this present time, so Russia invaded Ukraine on February twenty fourth, I think it was. Um, I'm assuming that all kendo practices stopped at that time or had they stopped a bit before that? No, uh, after Russian troops uh, came for us, uh, we stopped kendo, but now we start kendo in different dojos, for example, in the Dnipro practicing and Kremenchuk, maybe another dog practicing. So it's, how about Kharkiv has practiced, I suppose it's a bit too, bit too early for that, right? Yes, yes, not yet. So where, where, when do you think the first practice in uh, Kharkiv will be? Um, I have idea and start practicing on the next week, maybe in Wednesday on Saturday. Oh, wow. Depends from the situation, because five days ago was more dangerous, but now it's uh, calm. It's a silence. Right, right. So, roughly, how many people would would you do you expect to attend that training session next week if it goes ahead? Not too much, maybe four or five. It's but not people. I guess because yeah, no, nobody will have practiced for. A, I guess it's almost three months now. I think everybody probably can't wait to get back uh, in yes, the dojo. Yes. Yes. Okay, so. Um, so you, you, you're living in Kharkiv, which is obviously, there's been a lot of damage done from, from Russian bombs and, and shelling. Have any of the kendo facilities in Kharkiv been damaged? Uh, are the dojos still working okay? No, our kendo facilities uh, are good because uh, usually we rent the sport hall and uh, all sport hall not damaged. Oh, that's good. That's good. So how about in other cities in Ukraine that have, have started Kendo again? Um, how are their facilities? Have they been damaged? No, it's the same. Oh, that's Russian bombs destroyed a lot of schools and the uh, children garden, but uh, our 
protocol we're in practice in Kenda and okay fantastic well that's really good to really good to know how about um have any of the members of like the the national team or um regular people that that practice have any of them or do you know of any of them that have lost their you know bolgu or shinai as a result of the bombings and and or had to leave them behind when they've moved out of different areas yeah i know that uh, girls who go abroad from ukraine they leave bolgu in ukraine and um, they receive bolgu in western countries but uh, men stand in ukraine because we have given permission to go abroad and we have bolgu in ukraine okay so that the, they've managed to to get their equipment safely Oh, okay, that's a relief. So, um, the European Kendo Championships is is due to start in uh, on May twenty seventh, I believe. Yes. And obviously, Ukraine are sending a men's and a women's team uh, to the to the championships. From from European Championships, we, how, how many have the Ukraine national team participated in in the European Champs? How many people? Or how, how many times? Oh, how many times have they have they participated? Okay, we took uh, part regularly from since uh, 2011 in each championship. Oh, and uh, I guess then the the World Kendo Championships since 2012. No, uh, now we are not member of uh, International Kendo Federation. Therefore, we cannot uh, participate in uh, World Kendo Championship. Okay, I imagine. But, but I hope uh, we try going to international community in maybe next World Kendo Championship. We can I guess as as you're the president of the Ukraine Kendo Federation, I guess it's going to be your responsibility to to try and get the Ukraine team as yeah. a member of the the the, the uh, international federation so good luck with that thank you very much <laughs> i imagine there's going to be lots of paperwork and meetings and things like that that you that you need to do but firstly we must start practicing kendo in our country mm-hmm. fantastic so um i suppose at this point we should um give a big shout out to Evgeny Andreev from uh, who's from Russia but living in Paris I believe at the moment who who started the GoFundMe page to to help the Ukrainian kendo team get to uh, get to the, the European Championships in Germany um, I had a look at the GoFundMe page that was I think uh, they were originally trying to get 10,000 euros uh, which has gone beyond that now, and that um, that's to pay for the Ukrainian team's hotels and competition entry fees and sayonara party and uh, what else transportation. So, h- how much of a help has that fund been for for the national team? Mm, I, firstly, I would like to say thank you very much for. Eugenie Andreev and everybody who supports this fund. Because uh, now all people haven't worked in Ukraine and uh, our money is uh, 
finished. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For this one, they can help us take part in European Gender Championship. Thank you very much, and uh, big responsibility for everybody. I hope this uh, fund is good because yeah. everybody will come for championship, camera, uh, and uh, accommodation. Yeah, I, I hope that one of the first points after European Kennedy Championship will be maybe next uh, competition and preparation national team, also for improved facilities for the Kenda mobile and make advertisement for people to increase the uh, quantity of the people. Yeah, let's let's hope so. Let's hope this video helps more people donate to the fund as well, and and uh, yeah, and help Ukraine Kendo get back together. Um, so you're sending uh, a, a men's team and a women's team to the European Championships. So yes, the, and one junior. Oh, and one junior. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. So how many people is that in total going from uh, from Ukraine to to Germany? Totally, we have certain people, but uh, for men team, it's uh, very hard to go out from Ukraine. And uh, now we have work for medical documents, professional documents to go abroad for the men team. Okay, so that's going to be maybe a little bit difficult for the men to, to get there. I see. Uh, I believe that they, say they don't want people or men, particularly who could serve in the army, to be leaving at this time, but yeah, hopefully they can realize that by letting letting the Ukrainian national team, the men's players, leave the country, it's a good way to, to promote Ukraine and let, let's hope you can all go without any problem. And so yeah. the... I understand that we haven't practiced anymore, but we have good fighting spirit and trying increasing our country for the nation, for the European uh, so the the championships begins in uh, a little under two weeks. How many members of the Ukraine team are actually still in Ukraine at the moment, or have they gone to another country for safety at this point? Um, but I, 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 um, Sorry, say again. So, uh, better I said how many people go abroad. Mm. All women team now in Poland and Netherlands juniors and two men's uh, two members of men team. Oh, okay. Only four persons stayed in staying in Ukraine and the preparation documents for the abroad. Okay. So those people that have managed to get, get to Poland and uh, Netherlands. Are they um, are they able to practice while they're there at the moment? Have they been able to get in shape, ready for the competition? Yes, they're practicing in different dojos, and thank you very much for everybody who helped for practicing for the Netherlands and Poland. It's fantastic. Um, so, when do you think the like yourself included? When do you think you will be able to travel to Germany? Uh, I hope that we. Come for Germany, maybe 24th, 25th May. And so, oh, you're not going to be able to have too much time for for training in uh, in Ukraine. Uh, sorry, in Germany, but I bet you 
you're excited to be able to meet the rest of your team. Yeah. Fantastic. So, um, obviously, the team, like you said, some of you are in Poland, some of you are in uh, the Netherlands, uh, some of you are still in Ukraine. How are you, even though you're in different countries and different time zones, how are you able to prepare for this European Kendo Championships? Uh, each month we had a team uh, selection in Ukraine, and after all, team uh, divided on different groups for Netherlands, Poland, Germany. And, uh, but uh, we have uh, all people have tests for practicing, and uh, we go Kendo in uh, European dojos, and the leader, leader of the dojos is very high sensei. I hope it will be good. So I, I think you you mentioned to me before that you've been some of you've been doing practice at home. Obviously, because the last three months you haven't been able to do any practice in Ukraine because of the because of the war, obviously. But what type of exercises or what type of training regimen have you been doing at home? Usually, we make high bullying exercises. High Subari? Yes. Okay. Have you been doing any other kind of strength or core training, you know, like sit-ups, push-ups, weight training, things like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. We preparation physically in different hole, uh, but uh, for Kendo, only practicing alone. Therefore, we make High Subari or make Kata alone. So... Obviously, as I mentioned before, that, that some of you are in uh, Holland, some of you are in, in Poland, and some in Ukraine. Have you been having like weekly or monthly Zoom meetings or online meetings so you can try and get some kind of team spirit together or so you can discuss what type of training you've been doing? We have regular contact with the leader in each group and discuss about the... Uh, um, preparation and uh, conditions. So has, it, has everyone been able to do at least some type of preparation? Yes, it would. They prepare for European Kendo Championship. Okay, fantastic. So the championships begins on May 27th. So are you going to be able to have any training sessions in Germany before the, before the championship starts? Yes, we want to make uh, three training sessions in Germany, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Okay. So, yeah, so on the, the so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yes. And how long are those um, sessions going to be? Like maybe a short one on the first day and then a bit longer than a bit longer? Yes, yes. Uh, I hope that we increase the time. Maybe we start from one hour, one and a half hour. Look, look from the uh, conditions of everybody. Because okay. with people who stay in Ukraine now, we have uh, we have a long train, and uh, we want to travel, and uh, we look for the conditions. Right, right. So um, for the men's team. For the men's team, who are your opponents in the uh, in the group stage of the uh, of the European champs? Yeah, it's a good opponents. It's Poland and Switzerland. Poland and Switzerland. 
Have you had any experience in previous European Championships fighting Poland or Switzerland? No, but uh, we have a lot of friends in Poland and usually fighting against Poland in different championships. Oh, you mentioned before, yeah, that, that teams from Poland would come to the Kharkiv Cup as well. Uh, some of uh, members of Poland team and the national team coach came in Kharkiv in last year. Okay. Is that is it uh, the, the guy's name Bosak? Is he? No, Mariusz Mariusz Gal. Okay. And uh, how about for the the women's team? Who who do they have in the group stage? Yeah, I have. We have big good chance for women's team because women's are practicing and are ready and the good fighting spirit for women. And. What teams will they be fighting in the group stage? Do you know? Uh, I didn't remember, sorry. Okay, no problem. Uh, how does the... So you've got two two juniors or one junior? In, one, one junior. One junior. One yeah. And that, that will just be obviously an a individual competition? Yes. Is, that, is it a, a boy or a girl? Boy. boy. So is this his first uh, experience of a big, a big championships? For the European Canada Championship, it's first experience for him, but he took part in Budapest for international Canada team meeting, and he had good condition, had good condition in this championship. So you think that the women's team have been able to do a, a lot of practice, uh, obviously in Europe, so that they they're probably ready to ready to compete. So when you, for, for the men's team, uh, when you, you've got the three days of training before the European champs uh, begins, what, what kind of ideas do you have for your first training session on the Tuesday when you get there? Yeah, I think we make a father geiko and a little bit kakari geiko. So Uchikomi and Kakari Geiko. Yes, yes. Because uh, men's team, uh, this member who is a uh, men's team, uh, usually we took part in different European Canada championship. This member has experience in this competition. It's not a new member. And because um, when we decide about members, we look for experience. Okay. Ah, oh, so that yeah, it's just maybe for the men's team. Then it's more important to to build up, build up their physical condition and their stamina. Yes. I, I wonder how much they're going to like doing kakari geko after after quite a while. The look depends from the conditions. And right. So will will you be the one to lead the training session um, for the men's team? We have a men's coach who will be led session. Is, is who, sorry? Uh, we, we have a men's uh, team coach who will be led the session and okay. he's a member, national team member. Oh, okay. So uh, are you going to the European Championships as a competitor or just as the uh, president, as a delegation member? I, I registered me as a delegation leader and competitors because... I didn't know uh, how many people go abroad 
and uh, we registered uh, six persons. Right. And now we have two persons in Europe and need one for masking. Oh, I see. So you've got yeah, two, two jobs for, the, for this yes. championships then. If everybody have a chance to go abroad, uh, in this case, I only delegation leader. Okay. Ah, so there's there's still a chance maybe that you you can't have a five man team because of yeah. uh, when when will you be able to find out if you're taking um, a full a full men's team or not? Sorry. When when will it be decided if all the members of the men's team can actually leave Ukraine to go to Germany? Mm, next week. Next week. Oh, let's uh, fingers crossed that you'll be able to send. Um, you'll be able to send a full team. I really hope they. I hope they do. I think you'll get a fantastic response when you when you're all together in Germany. I think it would be a, a, a good thing for the government to let you go. But obviously, the situation is maybe other things are maybe a bit more important for them at the moment. But let's. Yeah, uh, but we have a little bit problem because now government. Uh, took part in the war. Right, <laughs> Therefore, right. it's totally a war after these different uh, events. Well, Therefore, we um, sent some letters from the, to the ministry and sports committee, but received rejection uh, about the situation, because Canada is not a sport in our country. Right, right. I see. But let's hope that, uh, let's hope that they they able to let you all the men go to the to the competition. It would be it'd be terrible to see, you know, maybe just three people or four people and, and not a full team. Um, okay, we've had um, uh, uh, one question from one of our patrons that um, that wanted to ask you. So he asked that, uh, as most people are aware by now, that the the Russian team have not are not being able to uh, participate. In the European Championships, and he wondered how you feel about that, and uh, if they were to take part, how would you feel about them competing? What What are your thoughts about that? My vision is very bad situation because uh, Canada is not politics and uh, it's not a war. It's totally its responsibility and humanity. When Russian troops uh, came for our country, it's not humanity. Therefore, I wait a long time, uh, long days uh, waiting uh, from Russian Federation, some letters for supporting, because um, we have some friends in this federation. But um, Russian Federation uh, had a silence. Therefore, silence in our case is supporting of the war. Therefore, uh, our official Ukrainian Federation position uh, we send a letter about exclude Russian Confederation from European Confederation and exclude from the European Confederation. I see. So uh, you were, I guess you were hoping then for some kind of some kind of response from the Russian Federation, but but nothing came. That's pretty tough. But um, so thinking about after after that then. Um, after this European Championships, um, I think it's going to be, unless the situation, unless Russia withdraws completely, I guess they're still not going to be able to compete 
in the European champ. Is it are the World Championships next year? I believe, or is it the year after? Or the European Championships next year? And no, European, European Championships. That's right. Sorry, European Championships next year, and then World Championships the year after. So let's hope everything's back to uh, back to normal as much as it can be uh, by then. And do, do you have any any type of message you would like to give to um, European kendo practitioners or other kendo practitioners around the world? Yes, a lot of message for supporting and uh, propose helping and make donations. European community, um, same one community, same as world communities, kendo. And uh, in this situation, for me, it's very trouble about Russia. European and world kendo communities support Ukrainian kendo federation and support Ukrainian kendo people and people in Ukraine, civilian people in Ukraine. Well, I think yeah, it's been fantastic to see the uh, the amount of support that yeah people throughout Europe have been giving giving Ukraine and its people and the government and uh, and also from from other countries as well. Let's hope that continues uh, for a long time for as long as uh, for as long as Ukraine needs it. Um, okay, well, I think uh, if anyone else, there's no other questions uh, come in. So, Konstantin, uh, um, thank you very much for your uh, time this evening. I can understand it's been a very difficult time for not just you, but many people in Ukraine, or the whole of Ukraine, for the past several months and even several years uh, before that as well. So on behalf of Kendo World, we wish you all good health and good luck in the European Championships at the end of May. We hope that you can all go and all participate and that your country gets uh, back to normal soon. Uh, thank you so much for spending the time with us today and uh, best of luck in the future. So Constantine, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Michael, for invitation for this interview. And thank you very much, everybody, uh, for all the world who support Ukrainian. Because uh, Ukrainian can fight, but if you haven't uh, backwards, if you haven't back, it's very hard for fighting. Big feeling you're supporting every day and every time. Thank you very much. Constantine, it's been a pleasure and best of luck. Thank you very much. Thank you. Apologies, everyone. I ended the call a little bit too early then. Uh, Constantine would actually uh, like to talk about something. So, Constantine, over to you. Yes, in my uh, wish, I want to ask everybody to help us save Mariupol and save Azovstal because people who stay in this place has very, very bad situation. Thank you very much. Very good thing. Very good thing.